Man, it is good to be in the house of God for many different reasons. But today, you may know what today is. It's Pentecost Sunday. Man, what a good day to be in church. What a good day to be preaching on Pentecost Sunday. This is a time when the church was birthed in the New Testament. It's a time in the Old Testament they begin to celebrate Pentecost. It was 50 days after Moses had brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. And he finds himself on top of a mountain. The fire of God is falling. He's in a dark cloud. There's lightning and there's thunder. And God is given to him the law, the Torah, which he brings to the people. And it has become a celebration in the Old Testament of that. It's also a time of ingathering of the wheat harvest. But for us in the New Testament, it was a day when the 120 were in the upper room. Then suddenly there came a sound of a rushing mighty wind. And everyone who was in that upper room were filled with the Holy Spirit, tongue of fire rested upon their heads, and they went and preached the gospel. And it was a time of ingathering, not an ingathering of wheat, but ingathering of souls. 3,000 people were saved the very first message after Peter preached. How awesome is that? Pentecost Sunday. What a good day to be in the house of God. And I pray today that every one of you Get a fresh encounter with the Holy Spirit. A fresh encounter with what I'm going to preach on today, the favor of God. God is here. And he's extending his hand and his heart of favor to each one of you. Let's pray together. Father, I thank you for this great Sunday, this Pentecost Sunday. Lord, we celebrate the coming of the Holy Spirit, the birth of the church. Thank you, Lord, for coming Thank you for filling us with your power and your grace and your glory. And Lord, today I pray that every one of us would have a fresh encounter with your favor in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. 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 All right, you can be seated today. So it's going to be a good day. Those that are here physically and those that are watching on live stream, I'm going to tell you, God can move. I've watched a lot of programs on live stream Uh not just programs, but uh, preachers. I have a, one of my pastor friends has a Saturday night service. And when I'm around, I always tune into him, watch his service. And then sometimes on Sunday afternoon, I want to see who is live stream their services. And I get on, I watch two or three services of people that have live streamed their services. And nothing quite like it. Just think about this. From right here, Fort Worth, Texas, you could go literally around the world in a moment. What an awesome thing God has done. God did that so we could get the gospel out to everyone who needs to hear it. And everybody has an opportunity today to hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I'm sharing with you about the favor of God today. And I'm going to begin by opening my Bible to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Jesus had just come on the scene, and he had come to his cousin John and been water baptized. After he was baptized and came up out of the water, what happened? The Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove. And the first place that the Holy Spirit led Jesus was where? He led him to the wilderness. Man, I wouldn't, ooh, Holy Spirit, no. Take me to work some great miracle. But no, Jesus needed to go to the wilderness to face the devil. And he faced him in the power of the Holy Spirit and faced him with the word of God and defeated him. 
Then he comes back to his hometown in Nazareth. And as was his custom, I like that, in Luke chapter 4, verse 14, Then Jesus returned to Galilee, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. Reports about him spread quickly through the whole region. And he taught regularly in the synagogue as, and was praised by everyone. When he came to the village of Nazareth, his boyhood home, he went in as usual to the synagogue on the Sabbath. And he stood up to read the scriptures. The scroll of Isaiah the prophet was handed to him. And he unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. Oh, I like that. Jesus stood up and he read from that scroll, Isaiah 61. And he says he rolled up the scroll, handed back to the attendant, and he sat down. Many scholars believe that in many of the synagogues, there was a seat reserved for the Messiah. No one sat there because Messiah had not come. But this day, Jesus read that verse out of Isaiah chapter 61, and then it says he sat down in that seat. What was he saying? He was saying, the day is here. I'm here. The Messiah is here. And that was his proclamation. It's a day to proclaim the favor of the Lord. Now, let me give you, I'm going to make several statements about the favor of God. And I want you to listen to these because it's important to every one of you. The first one is, everyone is invited to experience the favor of God. Everyone is invited. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him, let me paraphrase, would experience the favor of God. Then we read in Romans chapter 10, if you can turn with me to Acts and then to, I mean, Romans chapter 10, uh, one of my favorite passages of scripture in Romans chapter 10 about the word of faith, uh, that's close at hand, uh, verse seven says, the message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart. And that message is the very message about faith that we preach. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God's raised from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And by confessing with your mouth, you're brought in to your salvation or brought in to the favor of God. Everyone is invited to come into the favor of God. I was invited and I heard the call one day to come into his favor. Now, my plan today was to have a uh, a fog machine up here. And to have fog, the favor of God, fog. Out of that, and you just have to put that in your mind, all right? Put that in your, can you see that in your image, fog here? And out of this fog or the favor of God comes a invitation. Come on in and enjoy my favor. And I was outside the favor of God and I heard the call from inside the favor of God. And all of a sudden I was going this way and I realized, man, this is, this is not the way I want to go. I got to do what? Turn around. What does that mean? Repent. And I'm coming into, man, I believed it in my heart. I confess it with my mouth and it brings me into the favor of God. 
then I get to experience his favor. And his favor means his grace. It means his loving kindness. It means his mercy. It means his forgiveness. It means his righteousness. I was invited in and I got the taste of the favor of God. Everybody in this room, listen to me. You're invited into the favor of God. You are invited to experience the favor of God. Some of you are going the wrong way, and you know it. Some of you came here today because you were in a crisis. Your life is a mess. But hear the call. Come on in to my favor. I'll forgive you. I'll change you. I'll do something good for you. Come on in to my favor. Some of you may not be in a crisis. Some of you may be doing very well, but on the inside, There's just something saying, this is not the right way. This is not bringing me happiness going this way. And the favor of God says, come on in. Come on in. And you say, oh, I'm going to do And you're going to turn. You're going to come in and answer the call of God and experience his favor. Now, if you're born again, my second statement today, if you're born again, guess what? You are in the favor of God. And the favor of God is in you. If you're born again, you are in the favor of God, and the favor of God is in you. Psalm 512 says, for you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. When you came into the favor of God, guess what? You became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You didn't have to work for your righteousness. He just gave it to you as a gift. And for you, O Lord, you will bless the righteous with favor. You will surround him like a shield. The favor of God surrounds you like a shield. Psalm 56, verse 9, when I cry out to you, then my enemies will turn back. This I know because God is for me. When you get in the favor of God, that means God is on your side. God is for you. He's not against you. And I've been born again. You that have been born again, oh, God is for you. He's not against you. Now, the devil's going to tell you, Because you might have messed up from time to time. He'll tell you God is mad at you. God no longer kind of wants you around. He kind of stiffs arms you. But that's not God's heart. You remember the story of the prodigal son? The prodigal son found himself in a mess after he wasted everything that his father gave him. And he found himself in a pig pen. That's not a good place for a good Jewish boy. But he was in a pig pen. And he thought to himself... Man, this isn't good. And he began to think back about his father. He said, my father, even my father's servants live better than I do. And he said, I'm going home. He turned around and he went home. And he thought that his father was going to be angry at him, upset at him. Maybe he wanted to kind of lash out at him. But when he got just in eyesight of his home, he saw his father standing there. And his father came running to him. And he began to plead his cause. Father, I don't deserve. And his father stopped him right there. Hold it right there, son. Let me give you a robe of favor. Let me give you a ring of my authority. Let me kill the fatted calf and feed your hunger. Let's have a party. Because he said, my son that was lost has come home. And I want to bestow favor upon him. And so I don't know, some of you that have been born again, you feel like the prodigal sons, you might have messed up somewhere, but I'm telling you, the Father God, the devil's telling you, just stay where you are. But God has said, come on back. I have favor for you. I have a robe for you. I have a ring for you. 
Oh, the favor of God. Woo, something awesome about the favor. Now, listen, you can count how many times I say awesome today. I can't think of a better word. I just keep saying awesome. That's so awesome. I was preaching this message to myself in my car, and I, I, would, I, I said, everyone is born again, and his favor is upon me. And the favor of God, I said, the favor of God is upon me. The, I'm driving my car. The favor of God is upon me. I said, that's awesome. And I just kept saying it, so just count how many times I say awesome, but I can't help myself. Because the favor of God is awesome. It's beyond reality. It's beyond what we can even hardly comprehend. But God in his favor says, come on, I'm inviting you to come. And if you're born again, you've tasted of the favor of God. Statement number three, his favor, now get this, now this is good. His favor is not just for you. His favor is to be shared with others. I came into the favor of God. And God says, son, this is not just for you. Enjoy it. Now I want you to go and tell other people about it. I came here today because I'm an ambassador for Christ. I came here today because I'm here to let everyone know you can be reconciled to God, be made right with God. You too can come into his favor. That's why God sent me here. God called me to proclaim the good news of Christ. I can't think of anything better than that. That's awesome. I have the privilege of telling everyone, you too can come into the favor of God. You don't have to live in your sin. You don't have to die and spend eternity away from God. You can enjoy the favor of God, not just heaven someday, but you can enjoy Jesus right now on this earth. You can enjoy his peace and you can enjoy his grace. Mark 16, 15 says, go into all the world and proclaim the good news to every creature. And he who believes, let me paraphrase, will come into the favor of God. Genesis chapter 6, verse 8 says, Noah found what? Grace, or we could say favor in the eyes of the Lord. God looked down upon mankind and it was a mess. People's hearts were evil continually, much like today. And he looked down and he said, man, I'm just going to destroy everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that I even made mankind because he doesn't appreciate me. He doesn't appreciate what I've done for him. I'm just going to destroy everybody until he looked down and he saw Noah. And it says, Noah found favor in his eyes. And he said, Noah, listen to me. Here's what's about to happen. Judgment's coming. And I want you to build an ark. And if you get inside that ark with your family, you'll be safe. But you know what the Bible says, Second Peter? It says that Noah was a preacher of righteousness. The whole time he was building that ark... And it took some time. The whole time he was building the ark, he was preaching that judgment was coming. Judgment is coming. But you can enjoy the favor of God if you'll join me. Come on in. Join me. Come into the ark with me and my family. But no one except his other seven family members said yes. Everybody else just made fun of him. Everybody else said, oh, that's not going to happen. Until the day... The door in the ark was shut, and the rain started coming. And judgment came and took away all people. Let me just say right now, we are living in a moment of God's favor. When Jesus came, 
In Luke chapter 4, he said, this is the day of the favor of God. Well, he's talking about even today. It's been 2,000 years. It's still the time of the favor of God. But there's coming a day. It's called judgment day. Judgment day is going to come. Every day when I wake up and I listen to the news, I said, Lord, this has got to be the day. We can't keep going on like this. I hear of this death and this death, and I hear of this person doing that, and love of many grow cold, and they do things you wouldn't even think about doing. And I said, Lord, you, how much longer? Until it's just the cup is full and your judgment comes. Judgment day is coming. I'm just here to tell you that. But before it does come, it's coming. I'm preaching just like, no, it's coming. But until that day, this is a day of grace and favor. You don't have to come under judgment. You can come into the ark of God, which is Jesus. Come into Jesus, and you can experience his favor, not his judgment. We have come into his favor. Now we need to tell everyone we can as Christ's representatives. They, too, can come into his favor. They, too, can be born again. Let me say it again. Isn't that awesome? What a plan God came up with. What a plan to save us. We didn't deserve it. We were a mess. Some of you, you know what a mess you were. I was a mess. Your pastor was a mess. He found himself in juvenile detention center. A mess. Addicted to drugs. A mess. I found myself in church. A mess. Religious. And a mess. Sometimes it's easier for a man that's in jail, addicted to drugs, to get born again than it is for a religious man that thinks he's so right with God. But I was a mess, though I was in church. And just like God saved Pastor Jeff, God saved me. I came into his favor. Now, I'm not going to stand in that judgment because my sin has already been judged with Jesus on his cross. And regardless of what the devil tells me, I'm declaring that I'm saved. I'm under the favor. As a matter of fact, I had to talk to the devil. Every once in a while, you just have to talk to him. I had a conversation with him because I kept saying, I kept feeling I'm not, I'm preaching on the favor of God. I don't feel like I'm under this favor. But I had to say, no, 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 no. I am under the favor of God, and the favor of God is in me. And I said, I don't care what you tell me. I'm under the favor of God, the grace of God, the goodness of God, the mercy of God, the righteousness of God. Ooh, and I want everybody to come in with me. I want you to come inside this ark because judgment's coming. And I want you to come inside this ark, his favor. Let me just say this about his favor. His favor will not keep you from testing trials and trouble, but it will carry you through testing trials and trouble. You know what I'm talking about? Just because you're in his favor doesn't mean you're not going to go through testing trials and trouble. I've been through plenty of them. But the favor of God has carried me through. Just ask Joseph. You believe Joseph was under the favor of God? His hand was upon him as a young man, but he found himself in a pit. He found himself lied about, put into a prison. But you know what happened in that prison when he was put in that prison? 
Boy, the whole prison system was blessed because he was there because the favor of God was upon his life. And then he took over the whole nation because of the favor of God on his life. Psalm 23 verse says, Yea, though I walk, what? Through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Matter of fact, your goodness and mercy are right behind me. Favor of God's all over me. And I don't, I'm not kept from testing trials and trouble, but God's favor takes me through these testing trials and trouble. Just ask Peter, James, John, Paul, Silas, you name it. They went through some trouble. They got in prison. But while they were there, what happened? The Holy Spirit showed up. Chains fell off. Prison doors opened up. The favor of God. And so if you're going through some testing trials and trouble, it doesn't mean God's mad at you. It just means God says, oh, I'm going to let you go through this. Something I want to work in your life. He allows it to happen. He doesn't cause it to happen, but he allows it because we're living in a fallen world. And let me say this, and the last thing I want to say, and I'm going to camp here just a moment. One thing I want to say about the favor of God, there is no limit to the favor of God. Regardless how much favor you've received from God, there's still more. There's still more. He wants to pour out more of his favor on your life. There's still more. I like this. Uh, How much, anybody want more? I, I want more. I want more of his favor. I've asked him for more of his favor. Let me tell you. Okay, get ready. I'm going to tell you how you can get more of his favor. Isaiah 66 verse 2 says, But on this one will I look on with favor. Those that are humble, those that are broken, and those that honor my word. You want his favor? Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. He will exalt you in due time. Walk in an attitude of brokenness, not pride. Brokenness. Not broken, but brokenness. And honor his word. I'm thankful that you came here today. You know what you did when you came here today? You humbled yourself. When you lifted up your hands, you were humbling yourself before God. When you prayed, you were humbling yourself before God. You came in broken today. You came to honor his word today. God's favor is going to come upon you in a greater measure because of that. God resists the proud, but he gives what? Favor to the humble. How do you get the favor of God? When you pray. Now, listen to this verse in the way I'm going to paraphrase it to you. Hebrews 4.16. Therefore, come boldly, to the throne room of God's favor, that you may obtain mercy and find favor to help in time of need. When you pray, you come into the throne room of God's favor. You get help, and you find the favor that you need for the next occasion, the next moment, the next day. So you prayer warriors, and you that pray, let me tell you, you're coming in to the throne room of God's favor. He's ready to pour it out. You just got to come to him. Bible says, and let's look at passage of scripture in Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5 talks about being filled with the Holy Spirit. And it says in verse 15, I'm reading out the New Living Translation. 
So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the, will, what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Here's what happens when you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves. Making music to the Lord in your hearts. Give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And let me just stop there just a moment. Submit. After you're filled with the Holy Spirit, then it says submit to one another. Submit to one another. What does that mean? does not mean what we've kind of many have used it to me. You submit to me. It goes on to next. You know, the next verse says, wives, submit to your husbands. And I've heard that verse. Like, wives, you submit to your husband. It's the right thing. That's what the Bible says. That's not the way it was intended. First of all, it says, submit to one another. Let me tell you what happens. Listen, every one of you has a grace or favor on your life. You do. Brandon, come up here just a second. Come up here just a second. This man has a measure of God's favor on his life. He does. He has a measure of God's favor on just like you do. And if I had a spotlight, a spotlight over his head, oh, it might be too bright. No, if we had a spotlight over his head... There would be a circle of light around him. And that would just represent God's favor. And when I come and I submit myself, whatever I'm doing, and I submit to what the favor of God's on is, I come into his favor. And I get to enjoy the favor of God that's on his life. And I increase in favor because I'm enjoying the favor of God that's on his life. Isn't that awesome? Your pastor... Thank you, Brandon. Your pastor has a favor on his life that God did not put on my life. God did not put favor on me to be pastor of Turning Point Family Church. He didn't do that. He didn't give me that favor that's upon Pastor Jeff. But guess what? Today, I'm enjoying the favor that's on your pastor. I submitted myself to him. When he asked me if I'd come and share the gospel, I said, sure, I'll do it. And so I submitted to him, and I come in his favor. This is not my favor. This is the favor on Pastor Jeff and on you. And I get to enjoy the favor that's on all of you. So I'm increasing in favor today because I'm here at Turning Point Church. And so when you submit, you're not submitting to a person. You're submitting to the gift and the favor of God that's on that person. I can submit. Let me just say something. I can submit to anybody. I'm not so proud that, well, I don't, I don't, they're, you know, they're just a little Sunday school teacher. But if I go into their Sunday school class, I submit under their teaching. And I get to receive the favor of God that's upon their life. The favor of God is upon you, just like that. And we submit to one another. Listen, then it goes on to say, what did I say? It said, wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands. It's the right thing to do. Why? Because God's put a favor on your husbands. He's given him a favor that's not on you. Men have a favor. Husbands have a favor. Fathers have a favor on their life that's not on the women, not on the wife, not on the mother. 
And when you submit to your husband, you get to enjoy the favor that's upon his life. And you get to raise your kids together with that favor. You realize there's favor on your kids too? The favor of God's on your children. And when you all submit together, woo, what a big, awesome amount of favor there is in a family. But man, I'm not going to leave you out. Proverbs 18, 22. When a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing and what? Obtains favor from the Lord. So when the wife comes in, a woman comes in to your family and you bring her in, then you get to step into the favor that God's put. Let me just say something. God has put a favor on women that he did not put on men. And I'm grateful for it. He's put a favor on you women. He's put a favor on you mothers, on your wife. He's put a favor on you. My wife has a favor on her that I don't get. And sometimes I resist it. I'm not humbling myself. I'll just tell you she's not in this service. I'll tell you that. But if I will submit to the favor of God's on her, my life would be a lot better. God has given women, and that's one thing God's given women, it, and, and the world would call it intuition. Oh, that's just a woman's intuition. I think it's the favor of God. My wife comes to me every once in a while and says, you need to watch out for either a person or a situation. You better watch out for them. Oh, come on. What do you mean? Ah, they're good by. They're good folks. No, no, there's just something there. Nah, well, if I resist it, guess what? I encounter what was there. If I humble myself and just, okay, I won't keep my eye out, then I get to enjoy the favor that God's put on her and given her that ability to see things I don't see. I'm pretty blind sometimes. I, I'm pretty open. I just, oh, man, I, everybody come in. She, oh, be careful. Well, it's the favor of God. And if I submit, I attain favor from God. Isn't that awesome? There it is again. It's awesome that we all have a certain amount of favor on us. And if we learn to submit to that, we get more of God's favor on us. If we resist it, we're resisting the favor of God. And I don't want to resist the favor of God. I welcome the favor of God. I want more of the favor of God. And God is saying, I'll give you more of my favor. Regardless of how much you have, it's limitless. I've said this often. And that's probably going to happen anyway. When I get to heaven, I think the reason God's going to have to wipe away all tears from our eyes, we're going to get to heaven. God said, let me just show you something. Look what I wanted to do for you. Let me, let me just show you the favor I wanted to pour out on you. And you resisted me. You, you, you just wouldn't let me do it. Oh, I wanted, look at what I wanted to give you. Oh, look at the prosperity I wanted to put on you. Look at what I want to use you. But you wouldn't let me. You resisted me. Oh, I think I'll cry some tears. And he'll come and wipe away my tears. It's okay now. It's okay now. We're here. But I pray every day, Lord, please, don't let me miss out on what you want to do for me. I want to do, I don't want to resist the Holy Spirit. He's so wonderful. I don't want to resist what Jesus has planned for me. He's so good. 
And today, listen to me, he's inviting all of us to come into his favor. If you've never come into his favor, ooh, what a good day Come into his favor. If you've known the Lord and you're born again, but boy, you know there's more of his favor for you. He's ready to pour it out. He's ready. He's ready right now. Are you ready to come into his favor? To all of you that may be single, God didn't leave you out. Psalm 68, 6. He sets the solitary into families. He sets the solitary into a family. Why? Because there's a favor on a family. Not just a natural family, but the church family. There's a favor on this family. And when people come in from the outside, lost and alone, and they join this family, they get a favor that they otherwise would not have had. There's a favor on Turning Point Family Church. There's a favor on this church. And when I come here, I get to enjoy the favor that's upon you. Isn't God awesome? <laughs> he came up with this plan. Well, we're going to pray. And we're going to say, God, pour out your favor upon us. Pour out your favor upon us. Lord, I just thank you. This is your plan. Lord, we didn't think of this. You did. And Lord, you're inviting every one of us today either come into your favor for the very first time or come into more of your favor. And Lord, I say yes. I say yes. I want your favor, Lord. I want more of your favor. I want all that you have for me. If that's you today and you say, I want, I want to be, I want his favor on my life. Would you just stand to your feet right now? Just stand up. I want his favor. I want more of his favor on my life. Well, you get it when you pray. You get it when you submit to others. As you submit to this prayer today, you're going to receive more of the favor of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You just lift your hands to the Lord if you have the liberty. Lord, we stand in this place today. The favor of God is here already. The favor of God is upon this congregation. But Lord, we know there is more of your favor to be poured out upon us. Lord, we lift our hands in surrender in humility, in brokenness. And Lord, we believe your word. Lord, that you're ready to pour out your favor. This is the year of your favor. And Lord, we open ourselves to receive more of your favor. If you're here today and you have never come into his favor, ever, you don't know that if you died that you would go to heaven you've not experienced that forgiveness well the Lord brought me here to invite you in to his forgiveness to his love and his mercy and his grace he's here 
to receive you, to accept you. He loves you so much.